Welcome, race fans. This is Debris in Turn 3, and we're back with an all-new episode. We'll recap the short track swing and then look ahead to Super Speedway Racing at Talladega. From Brooklyn, New York City, my name is Matt. My name is Dan. This is DIT3. Thanks for tuning in and to continue tuning in, even though it's been about three weeks since our last show, uh, you know, kind of dropped the ball a little bit. A couple know. of messages saying, hey, guys, uh, is there something wrong with my feed not updating or are there no new shows? Well, chances are it was a no new show thing. And that's exactly what it was. Yeah. And we've missed a lot of stuff since we've been away. Uh, Ryan Priest won the Dash for Cash race at Bristol, Huge. which is awesome. Uh, Kyle Busch has now won three races in a row. Huge. Uh, Ford announced that they're going to be running the Mustang in the Cup Series next year, which I'm pretty psyched about. And Matt Kenseth is back out of, quote-unquote, retirement. (laughs) So we'll get to that a little bit later. Um, But what's up? How how you been in the last couple weeks? Man, it's just kind of doing lots of other things and... It's not like I didn't want to have a, sh- a new show, you know, but uh, kind of. I mean, yeah. NASCAR fans have been really terrible lately. Yeah. And I, I think there's something to do. If you put it like on a scale, like as the better Kyle Busch does, <laughs> the more ornery like NASCAR fans are going to be. Yeah. And the more vitriol they start spewing yeah. <laughs> through their little keyboard warrior fingers yeah. on social media. But he's got a lot of fans, too. So, you know. He does. They people come to the defense. Uh, so he has three wins to now equal Harvick's three wins. The veterans are getting it done right now. The racing has been, I think, exciting, despite the fact that the public opinion is saying that we're just seeing some boring races between two, you know, heavyweights. I think you're seeing the heavyweight bout kind of pan out right now. I think it's yeah. going to really go down between Harvick and Bush this year. Yeah, you think at the end of the year it'll just come down to the two of them? Well, you never know with the four, the four driver championship uh, at uh, the, at the Homestead stuff. Yeah, like uh, anything can happen. Uh, but as far as you know, we're about a quarter of the way through the season now. This is yeah. race number nine of a thirty-six race season, so we're officially a quarter of the way through. And these both both these guys have three wins each. I mean, they're on point. Those two, I think it's going to come down to two of them. Maybe, I mean, Martin Truex Jr., he had pit trouble last week, late in the race. His crew kind of threw that one away on him. He was looking for his first win in the, on a short track in the Cup Series, and I thought he might have had it. Uh, but his crew really gave that one away. It was really tough to watch, and I'm sure very heartbreaking for the Martin Truex Jr. fans. Yeah, especially since he's been, even in, in practice and qualifying, he's been up there at the start of each race, but... You haven't been able to put it all together like they did last year. But, I mean, are we seeing are the younger drivers, is this a lackluster thing with the younger drivers? Are they not performing? Or is this just they don't have the experience yet and the veteran drivers are just having, like like I said, like a heavyweight bout between Mm -hmm. each other? Yeah, I think uh, with a lot of the younger drivers, they just need some more time to have that experience racing against these veteran guys. And we'll get more into that when we talk about what happened in Richmond. But again, happy to be back, Dan, after a few weeks. Yes, very happy. 
And we had the, the Easter break in there, so there was it felt a little longer too. We had that off week as well. Uh, but one more time, congratulations to Ryan Priest on the big win. Yes. And congratulations to our other winners in the Debris and Turn 3 Fantasy League at NASCAR.com over the last couple of weeks. Uh, the championship drivers are kind of rising to the... They're finding their way back up front as Hardy's Racing and six seconds faster. Each got a victory, yep. and Chicken Pit Racing as well is up there. So congratulations, uh, congratulations, guys! And uh, let's go. Let's get into the winner's circle. In the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series, Kyle Busch gets his third win in a row from Richmond. Whoop, whoop, three in a row. <laughs> uh, in the NASCAR Xfinity Series, Christopher Bell got the win. I unfortunately didn't watch this race, so I have no idea if it was an exciting oh. finish or not. I got to go back and rewatch this one also. I said to you before the show that I was home on Friday. We were hanging out, and then I was like, oh, the show. I mean, uh, the race. <laughs> I didn't watch the race. Um, a couple weeks ago, April 8th, was the icebreaker up at Thompson. Justin Bonsignor got the win there. and Good, this bounce, week, yeah. good bounce back win for Justin Bonsignor. Yeah. Uh, this weekend is the Spring Sizzler at Stafford Motor Speedway. So forward to that uh what happened in indycar matt down in barber in alabama joseph newgarden blanked them on sunday and monday uh little tense at the end when the rain came back and some guys were uh, changing from wets to slicks and back and forth there was uh, kind of a, a little nail biting hair raising moments at the end but joseph newgarden does win for team penske and then at the Circuit of the Americas, the United States Grand Prix, Mark Marquez wins again at Coda. That's just dominating that track. And also a bounce back win for him as he kind of gets himself back into championship contention. Cool. So let's look at the race results for the Debris in Turn 3 NASCAR Fantasy Live League. Over at NASCAR.com, Debris in Turn 3 Fantasy Live, Matt Wyant in first place for the, his first win of the year. So congratulations. Congratulations. Welcome to Victory Circle. Uh, second place, Mythos Motorsports. Okay, good finish again. In third place, six seconds faster. So the defending champ is finding his way back up to the top of the standings. And White Flag Lap, another strong finish for that team. And rounding out the top five, Chicken Pit Racing is the points leader after nine races. In second place is White Flag Lap. So his finish at Richmond keeps a strong showing for the overall point standing in third place is Hardy's racing so again another strong team finding their way back up into the top of the standings fourth place Brady Bunch 914 and in fifth spot of the season standings of the debris and turn three league at NASCAR.com fantasy live mythos motorsports I'm happy with that I'll take it yeah. Will you take your 10th place spot in the standings right now? I will not, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm going to figure out how this freaking game works. I, I, me, me too. And I, I think if, for everyone listening, man, just go with some of those strong drivers. I mean, just think of which of those guys are going to be strong that week and just go with them. Because yeah. it seems like the winners are taking everyone that's in the top five every week. Yeah. Um, we also had a bit of a scoring malfunction in the oh, wave right. rounders yes. league mm -hmm. uh we haven't ha we're able to calculate the points but man that has been tight and this is a big weekend coming up 
because Talladega is double points. It's also the last race of the first segment. And following Talladega, we'll reset the pool. Everyone will have an MVP pick. And I'm hoping to get five playoff points for a segment one victory. Looking that way. Cool. Uh, So shall we look to the Toyota owner's 400? Let's do it, Dan. All right, so as we mentioned at the top of the show, Kyle Kyle Busch got his third win in a row at Richmond. Uh, I was watching a little bit of this race. He was going hard from the beginning. He was taking it three wide. You know, he was determined to get up front right from the start. He wasted no time. He As soon as the green flag was out, he was just pedal to the metal. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah. So... You, I, I don't know if you said this at the top of the show, but you said you're starting to become a Kyle Busch fan. Just like when he came back from his injury and mm-hmm. won the championship, and I kind of got on that bandwagon. Well, I'm after three wins, I'm back on the bandwagon now. Because I, can't I, I think this. I, <laughs> I can't either. But it just has something to do with the fact that him winning just aggravates so many NASCAR fans yeah. that I love it. So I'm all for it. I want Kyle Busch to just keep winning. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's the villain of the series. You know, he's kind of like taken on that role. Um, He has. He's embraced it. Yeah, he has embraced it. I I can't say I'm a fan. I respect him for uh, for voicing his opinion at some times. I don't always agree with him. Uh, But I just I'm not a fan. There's something about him. Like, he just has one of those faces. A very punchable face. A punchable face, exactly. <laughs> and it's always, like, swollen and puffy. And I'm like, what is this guy? I just want to punch him in the face. That's a diet of M&Ms for you. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure there's plenty of M&Ms around that team. And I don't care who you are. Yeah. But, like, if there's just a bowl of M&Ms, you're going to walk by and you're just going to scoop up a few. And do you know? There was like a funny fact. Oh my goodness! Now I wish I wish I could remember because it would just be so perfect. But there's like like a crazy amount that you have to when you go out running or something like that to burn off one single M M&M. and M. It's like absurd. <laughs> <laughs> it's, something, it's something absurd. So I, I'm sure like and you know you never hear about Kyle Busch going out and cycling and things with these guys. So. No, and that's another thing you were mentioning. Uh, I don't remember at the top of the show before we were talking uh, about how. Uh, you know, the, the, the veterans versus the young guns and uh, how they're perceived in the sport. Uh, like Kyle Busch is not one of those guys that is eager to do a commercial or, you know, do like be part of like a marketing campaign. But apparently he like does these YouTube videos and he's trying to be a little more like personable. Well, he- but like, I don't know. Since last season, there's been some of these videos leaving the racetrack, and some of these, tra- I think, like Richmond, Bristol, some of these short tracks, and there's a lot of camping outside of the racetrack when they're driving by and leaving. He's had a couple of these videos where he goes and just kind of shows up to some fans and signs some autographs. But I know a lot of these guys do that though. They'll head into the infield, especially this week at Talladega. Guys will they'll they'll oh, this go is a and huge head weekend in. to do that. It's a yeah, it's a big yeah. weekend for that and. So there are drivers that do that. So I don't want to just take the spotlight away from the other drivers that engage with the fans. But the fact that he does do that is huge. And his fans really appreciate him for that. Yeah. And it's 
I like those videos too. I'm not gonna lie. Like when I, because he does, he surprises these fans. He'd be driving, be like, "Hey, you know, beep the horn, come over here." Mm-hmm. You know, just in the car, sign an autograph or something like that. That's that's super cool. And I'll add that I could not. I was shocked how many people were cheering for him after he won the race. Yeah. I was expecting to hear a, a lot more boos coming from the crowd, but. There were a lot of cheers, and I think a lot of people are feeling the same way that I do at times, that these NASCAR fans that are just so curmudgeonly at times (laughs) about counting seats and losing sponsors and TV ratings and yada, 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 this and that, oh my goodness, can't listen to it anymore. Enjoy the damn race on the (laughs) racetrack, and if you were watching on Saturday night, there was a fine race. race. Now... Granted, it might have been uh, like the, there wasn't a lot of yellows for contact up until the very end, the last 50 laps. The only uh, yellow flags we saw come out were for stage breaks. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that might bother some people, but at this point, I'm saying, good, good. <laughs> Add another stage to the race. Yeah. <laughs> it's like whatever just happens, just, just, just aggravating NASCAR fans. Yeah. Like, I'm getting that's, in, yeah. I'm jumping onto that boat. Yeah, let's you put know? halfway breaks in between in each stage. I'm all, let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. But do you think maybe uh, he got a lot more cheers this time around for winning because all the Dale Jr. fans? You, you think like maybe they're not watching or showing up to these races now that he's not there, or do you think more people are actually becoming Kyle Busch fans? I would say, I mean, it's very easy to say a little bit of both, but. <laughs> I'm sure that there are some of these types of fans that have just been like, well, you know, Dale Jr. is not in it anymore, so I'm not watching. I, I, I could have added that to my list of complaints of, like, the lousy <laughs> fan, right? Uh, but, I know, I, I think, be, you know, it's kind of like a backlash to that type of attitude to some of these fans that – they get all bent out of shape with Kyle Busch runs. Oh, he's just a whiner and a crier. He's just, he complains and he blames it on his team. I mean, I, I got to be completely honest with you. I, I hear it and see it differently. I mean, mm-hmm. let, let's just talk about a couple of examples. Uh, just a few okay. weeks ago, after he had finished second place to Kevin Harvick yet again, and, and, you know, uh, my memory's not perfect here. I forget exactly what race it was, but he said something like, I, I'm getting, it's getting real old, finishing second place to Kevin Harvick. And people yeah. are like, well, he's just complaining and crying. You just had a great race. Just be happy with your second place finish and move on. But, like, no. The guy just lost to Kevin Harvick again. And he's tired of it. He wants to win. That's, that doesn't sound like complaining. That sounds like somebody that wants to win. Example number two. Okay, now we'll go going back in time chronologically. So in towards the end of the season, I think I mentioned this in an earlier episode when we were talking about like fierceness of mm-hmm. competitors. Kyle Busch, like the other drivers, was asked in one of these uh, little in between segments of the TV show, or I think it was a pre race quiz type of thing. They were what were the two races? that were added to the playoffs this season. And they get guys like Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson had like one of them. I remember it was only Kyle Larson and Kyle Busch that were just right there with answers. And I think Kyle Larson got the second one wrong. But Kyle Busch, stone-faced without blinking an eye, like gave the two new races. <laughs> I even I'm forgetting now. Yeah. It was Richmond and Darlington. 
uh, Richmond and Vegas. Yes, Vegas, yeah. right. Because now Indy is the cutoff. Yep. Vegas is now in there. Yep, yep. But he knew it exactly. And that is what a stone-cold competitor does. Like He was already looking. I all right, Well, those are playoff races and those tracks. Like I need to know. All these other drivers were just like, oh, there's Jamie Mack. Like, oh, I don't know. What is it? I forget what race it is. And then Matt Kenseth, when he thought he was going to be here this year, which he might be now. Like, he was all Matt Kenseth. Yeah, we'll, we'll save Matt Kenseth for later. Okay. <laughs> but, all right, let's go back forth, though, to where, where he... Okay, yeah. I, and I'm going on a little bit of a rant here. Yeah, yeah. But, okay, but I'll just go back, way back to the beginning of last season. Oh, man. When he punched <laughs> Joey, Joey Logano, Logano in the face. Yeah. And now, I know that got a lot of applause from a lot of race, race fans, because let's be honest... Whether you're a Kyle Busch fan or not, there's a lot of race fans out there that have wanted to punch Joey Logano in the yeah. face. <laughs> and, I mean, and Joey Logano probably should have been punched in the face for race three of the season, yeah. racing for a top five position. Kyle Busch gives him all the room in the world, and Joey, Bush, uh, Joey Logano yeah. just washes up the track, takes him out, ruins his day, and there's Kyle Busch just yeah. on pit lane. Jeff Gluck got his shot to fame because he caught this. He was looking. I don't see Jeff Gluck. I see uh, Kyle Busch. Where's he going? He's yeah. just parading down the pit lane. Sees Joey Logano and then <laughs> punch him in the face. Now, he kind of didn't connect. And it was, again, one of the wussiest fights like you probably really have seen. Yeah. Really just turned into what most racing fights turn into. Like a little yeah, scuffle in pit like, lane. Held back by their crew members. Exactly. And, right. Yeah. But now... Now, Kyle, if you were a Kyle Busch fan, you'd be screaming because Joey Logano did race him hard for that spot at Homestead. And, you know, you can go and, like, you could probably say, you know, really, what was he racing for at that point? Uh, And we have defended Ryan Priest on the show for that same type of thing Mm -hmm. at Homestead last year. But Ryan Priest is a young driver and... The Xfinity series, trying to make a name for himself, you you know, trying to make the most of an opportunity. They were racing for an owner's championship. Okay, to people can say like whatever. All right, uh, but you know, Elliot Sadler, you know, had his issues with it and 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 spoke about it. We disagreed. Mm-hmm. I kind of disagree with Joey Logano racing Kyle Busch at that point because Joey Logano was not going to catch Martin Truex Jr. No. Joey Logano was holding up Kyle Busch. But he could do it because the guy punched you in the face in the third race of the season. So if you're a Kyle Busch fan, I'd be screaming and be like, dude, that is what we're talking about. You yeah. can't be walking down pit lane and punching people in the race because you're in the face because you're pissed because she kind of did just cost you a championship. You know, yeah. Did I tie I, that all in there yeah, together? I think, yeah, I think I understood most of that. <laughs> But moving, you know, now you know, get back into this season, and now yeah. his three wins in a row. I think that, given that the way that this season is kind of panning out, and the way that people are again just jumping on all like the NASCAR, the fan that fan hate that I just can't that I hate and can't stand. I think there are a lot of people that are getting on board with Kyle Busch because it's just that's really ruffling the feathers of some of these. Like I said, the uh, the curmudgeonly NASCAR fan, right? Well, so another thing that we were talking about was how it, you know, there was all this talk about the young drivers going into the season, 
uh, you know, Bubba Wallace and Ryan Blaney, all these guys. And Bubba, like, hasn't really, like, he led some laps in at Bristol. And, you know, he was up front at Daytona. But other than that, he really hasn't been that much of a player. Uh, you know, Ryan Blaney's always up there. But, you know, none of these guys have gotten wins. It's been Harvick and Kyle Busch, you know, the veteran guys that have, you know, taken up a lot of the wins in the early part of the season. So now when are we going to see these young guys really step up and start winning? And I guess that's really what it comes down to, right? Because we could talk all day about how well Ryan Blaney has been doing this season because he's had strong finishes, led a lot in Bristol. If we did a show, we probably would have talked about it. (laughs) But he was caught up in that wreck while leading. And But that's just, I mean, that's one of the things, it's a reaction and it's a cause of the stage racing. These guys were racing hard, trying to stay on the lead lap and short track racing, and he got caught up. But he didn't win the race. Kyle Larson... Like he's running strong, not winning races, and, and like how many seasons did it take him? And that's what people say with Chase Elliott. Well, he's had his eighth second place finish in a row uh, right eighth. now. He's tied with his dad for the amount of second place finishes before Bill got his first win. So now, are we going to see how many races was that though? I don't know. Like they leave that out. Like, yeah, did he do it within sixty somewhat races, or how many seasons has Chase Elliott had now? Right. Yeah. Uh, but like, and but. He's not at that point where Kyle Larson was when Kyle Larson started winning. So maybe Chase uh, Chase Elliott needs a little more time. But we're 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 we lost Jeff Gordon. We lost Dale Earnhardt Jr. We lost Matt, Matt Kenseth. Yep. And so Carl Edwards. Carl Edwards. Don't forget Tony Stewart. Carl Edwards. Tony Stewart. Right. Like big names. Yeah. And I want to see these guys do well. These young drivers. Uh, but they're not winning. And I mean, really, that's what all that matters at the end of the day. It's all well and good, and I'll watch a race. I mean, like we do with the wave around. So we'll watch yeah. racing down in 25th through 40th. Like, we'll, we'll yep. watch that race. <laughs> but what matters is getting the checker flag and winning, getting the victory lane, and these guys haven't done it yet. So we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Let's get into the big racing news this week. Cause yeah. We had a bit of a bombshell announcement this week. So Matt Kenseth is back at Roush, and he's going to be sharing the six car with Trevor Bain. Um, I think his first race back is Kansas. Kansas coming up, which, my goodness, is Trevor Bain just the absolute, like, <laughs> it's, not, it's not a surprise that, like, now that's Kansas, that's a surprise that Kansas is in there. Yeah. But I am not surprised that they're taking this guy out of the seat before the season's even up. That's how poor yeah. his performance has been. Right. Well, I mean, Roush, is, they should be one of the t- – they have been in the past one of the top teams. You know, when you think of NASCAR and you think of those top teams, you think of Hendrick, uh, Gibbs, you know, Roush is right up there. But the last couple of years, you know, they got Ricky Stenhouse Jr., which, like, yeah, he's, like – The guy's the two showing wins, promise, like, though, still. Yeah. Like, he, he short pit at Richmond, went down two laps, raced himself back around past the leader uh, – they're not putting it all together there either. Like he's yeah. another young driver with a lot of promise, two Xfinity championships up in the top level, and just hasn't really delivered. But like you said, yeah. it's Roush racing now is not the Roush racing of old. Right. And you could say, yes, Trevor Bain won the Daytona 500, but with the Wood Brothers. With the Wood Brothers. But, you know, Daytona is one of those races where it's a wild card. Anyone can win. So maybe Roush thought 
you know, maybe they ironically too much. the number six car being piloted by David Reagan that race mm. almost won. Had the or was it Regan Smith? Oh my yeah. goodness, I'm forgetting. I think it was David Reagan, yeah. and <laughs> he had the illegal restart, uh, and that which got. Trevor Bain up front. So yeah. it was just funny. The six car, the 21, yeah. now Bain's in the six. Yeah. And now Matt Kenseth is going to be in the six with... Which... Yeah, they're splitting the time. Like I, So I, I guess Trevor Bain's being pushed out. Are we not going to see him in 2019 in the in the six car? Because I know like, uh, you know, he was diagnosed with MS and like he's, you know, got some stuff going on, but he, he's finishing in like 35th you know he's not running up front that car is not doing as well as it should be so i mean matt kens has never actually retired he was pushed out for eric jones to go in the right 20 he just car. wasn't like re-signed yeah he's basically like a free agent still yeah. out there right which is kind of cool for racing that there's yeah. drivers that i mean there are i'm sure there's plenty of other drivers that are out there like hey i'm ready to sign on the dotted line yeah but to be able to get Kansas in them, let's just hope that there's nothing, you know, wrong with Trevor Bain. Yeah, that that's why it's just maybe accelerating this decision mm-hmm. on a performance scale. He's not, he's not coming through. Yeah, and and it's a whole package. We say like between car, driver, crew, and the six car is not getting it done. Fingers were pointing at him left and right after that Bristol wreck that took out Blaney because. Mm-hmm. He kind of came up, and you know, his spotter was in his ear, like, car high, car high, car high, car high. Yeah. And he went right into Chris Busher, which really killed me because I had him in the wave around that, yeah. that week. <laughs> but he was saying, like, oh, I had no rear grip. The car was just going up the racetrack. So, obviously, it's not all driver out Roush because we had not seen the speed out of the cars each and every week, like the Toyotas at Gibbs yeah. or the Fords at Stuart Haas, but the Ford power on the restricted plates, we've seen promise out of Ricky Stenhouse, and maybe having Matt Kenseth now back at Roush, bit of a mentor position, and maybe can bring a little more uh, performance out of Stenhouse. Right, and he also brought in a new sponsor for this car, so I think that probably would have been, I think that might have been another reason why they thought, you know, get a veteran guy in that can bring some money to this car because half the time half the time most of the time that six car is just all black there's like barely any sponsors on it. you know they had the uh i don't know what the sponsor that they normally have the ford advocare advocare yeah but again that's ford so ford's kind of like putting their own money you know into this team it's not like they're getting an outside sponsor for this car right and uh, i mean and could oh my goodness man matt can just i i mean i <laughs> I like the guy, he's a good driver, yeah. but I mean, I, I everyone says, "Oh, he's got such a real dry sense of humor." He's so good, but the guy didn't get a ride last season. Wasn't resigned. I'm sure mainly financials, okay, mm-hmm. and wanting to get these younger drivers with a little more like you know look for the spotlight and stuff like that. So, can you help yourself a little bit? He's at the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and Matt Kenseth, it's great to have you back. Well, yeah, it's real great to be back in here. And uh, well, you know, I wouldn't say I was actually, more, you know, uh, you know, more like int- intimidated right there. I'm more excited to be back in the, uh, you know, the number six car. And I was going to be in the number six car anyway. You know, back when Mark Martin, Mark Martin didn't retire, and you know, so it's great to be back in the car. It's like, dude, I, I, I know you're like 
you're not expecting a guy to just change who you are, but yeah. dude, just try a little bit, man. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So I think <laughs> I, I I bet we see more performance out of the six car, and I'm I'm eager to see like what a defending champ could do with that with the six now. All right, let's take a look at some of the other racing series that are this weekend and beyond. Uh, the K and N East series is this Saturday, the visit Hampton, Virginia 150 from Langley Speedway. Uh, the Wheel and Modified Tour, like we said, they're at Stafford for the Spring Sizzler on Sunday. That's a whole weekend of racing. They got all the divisions up there at Stafford. Uh, Formula One is this weekend, the 26th through the 29th. At Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. Cool race. Baku. Yeah. yeah. In the, right in the city. Fast racetrack. Fun race to watch. Cool. Uh, Formula E is in Paris this Saturday. And then the K&N West Series, May 5th from Tucson Speedway. They've been off for quite a few weeks. That's their, their first race back in almost two months on the 5th. Um, so let's look ahead to Talladega. I think there's a uh, an Arca race this weekend also. Is there an Arca race? Okay. Yeah. Where's that from? From Lincoln, Nebraska? <laughs> I've, yeah, I've been trying to get more into the Arca Series this year. I never really watched it, but... I, I've always like caught Arca races from time to time. There, it's just hard. Sometimes you catch catch a race. It's on at weird times, and yeah. Arca is like Arca. Like I, I don't know. So you catch it's. It can be a great race, or it could just yeah. be really. Well, because they were at uh, Nashville, the Fairground Speedway, you know, a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if that was on TV or not, but I you know, I didn't get a chance to watch that, so maybe I'll find it online somewhere. And can a listener somebody correct me if I'm wrong, dude? Does Arca race on dirt? I don't know. I thought they race in Springfield, like Ohio or something like that, on a fairgrounds. There, there was like a dirt track race that they raced. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but maybe they do kind of like what the trucks do. Like maybe one race a year, they August, go back spring, to dirt. And Springfield, I thought that race was a dirt dirt race. I don't know. We'll have to do some digging, digging on that into the Arca series. <laughs> yeah, um, the trucks are off until May fourth at Dover. Um, so this Saturday, you got the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series qualifying. That's Saturday, 1.05 p.m. on Fox. Uh, and then later that day at 3 o'clock, the Xfinity Series does the, uh, the Spark, Sparks Energy 300 also on Fox. And then Sunday, the big race, Cup Series from Talladega, Geico 500, 2 p.m. on Fox. I'm looking forward to that race. I yeah. don't care. I, say what you want about... Super Speedway racing are not real tracks. I still get amped up every time they go to Daytona or Talladega. Yeah. There's nothing like a field of cars racing in a draft. Yep. Sorry, no substitute. It's the only <laughs> place on earth this exists. Daytona, so do you Talladega. think uh, you think Ricky Stenhouse Jr. is going to get another win at Talladega? Well, should we do our head-to-head picks? Sure, let's go head-to-head. We're kind of like, we kind of like skewed the pool without a few, without a few picks here. Yeah. But all right, you know what? I'll take I'll take Ricky Stenhouse. Thanks for the idea. Okay. Um, I finally found my my roster of drivers, so I can find out who I want to pick. Um, let's see. I'm gonna go with Ryan Blaney. Blaney. Yeah. All right. He was quick when I was there in October. Man, I'd love to go back to Dagan. Anybody, you got to go. Dan, you got to go one yep. day. Well, I'll be sitting 
here on the couch watching the race. I got my Talladega koozie that you got me. <laughs> Maybe I'll pop by on Sunday for some super speedway racing. Yeah. Well, I'll bring my dog. Doesn't matter. Your cats just hide out anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I think that's a pretty good spot to leave things off, right? I think so. It was. A, it was. Uh, I would say this was a decent first show back. I, a little rusty. You know, I, I was. I felt like I was going to be a little rusty, but I mean, there's a lot of emotional things to talk about. <laughs> so it was, you yeah. know, it was just very easy. I, I tell you, NASCAR fans, just lighten up a little bit. <laughs> Please, it's. I mean, Saturday night's racing was good. I don't. I mean, I guess people just really bent out of shape about these stages. Yeah. How are you feeling about the stages? I said it all last season. I hate the stages. Still hate them. Still hate it. Still hate it. Yep. Well, they're never going away. Never. You going, don't know that. Never going away. They could. They could go away. Maybe in like ten years, they'll realize. Oh, maybe that wasn't such a good idea. I'll tell you what. These these uh, commercial. Uh, Let's just talk for just a quick moment also, yeah. all right? Let's, I know we were going to do our little wrap-up thing, but baseball season has started. Yes. And the Mets are off to a really great start. Kind of surprising. Yeah, but very surprising. All Met fans are really happy to see them get on top of the National League East right now. But what all Met fans share and know is their love for their broadcast team, Gary, Keith, and Ron. Yep. Probably... The best in the biz. The three of them. I would up say, there. yeah. When somebody hits a home run, man, Gary Cohen, like, and it's out of here. Yeah. You know, like, do you feel that excitement? Can there be some sort of drama and excitement in the Fox broadcast booth? I think Mike Joy is that guy, but he doesn't do it though. No, but he can be. And I mean, I love Jeff Gordon, but. His, you know, he's very dry up in the booth, and his wow, look at this! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you got DW with boogity boogity boogity, you know, like I'm, all this. Like, <laughs> a lot of the NASCAR fans they complain about the broadcast. I mean, I like the boogity 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 thing, but uh, yeah, do you? I think it's fun, it's it's like a cute little thing. I'm so but, over it, but so over it. I've noticed when. Like they're not really announcing the race. Like they're they're you know they're analyzing it was what yeah they're analysts you know that's supposed to be doing. But you know they're always saying oh well you should be doing this or you should be doing that. They're not saying like what's actually going out on like what's happening. No, on the track. and we're like, losing that tenseness and drama. Yeah, like where's because, the Ken Squire? You know exactly. Like, and like the there's there's every pit stop is just it just they don't. Make you. I remember like watching the races back in the day when they would come in and Ned Jarrett would be down in pit lane, yeah. and it would be like they're servicing the car, they're putting four tires on. Like I'm sorry, everyone loves Regan Smith. The guy is horrendous yeah. in pit lane. Like I mean, you can basically, yeah, you, know, you know what they're gonna say when they get to pit lane. It's I like f- oh, you know, they had a, a tire, ju- you know, an air pressure adjustment, and uh, they're gonna put on four tires and fuel it up, and they're gone. Yeah, I feel like they're getting the report from the crew chief of like what they're doing, and they're yeah. just kind of like saying, which is great. Okay, you're telling us, but I, I, I don't, like, I don't, I feel like they're just going in for service. I don't, because well, they're also not pitting I'm, under green; they're pitting under caution. Yeah, that's true too. It, yeah, that's, and it's all about the race off pit road and the race on pit road. And they're not doing themselves any favors. 
like, there, what's the point of winning a stage? If the second you win, the yellow flag comes out and you cut right to commercial. Like, how about, like, letting them go around, like, get in the pit lane or something like that, and, like, keep them the, and then come out, talk to the driver, get their few laps under, maybe go out to uh, under break again, but I just, it just sucks the excitement out of the race when they go to the yellow flag and then they come back after commercial to do yellow flag pit stops to just go right back to commercial. Yeah. It's just the bro- the broadcast is not helping anybody. And I've, I'm, I've had it with the Walters. Mikey, too. His <laughs> grid walk is just pales in comparison of the Chris Economaki grid walk of old. And I know I'm sounding like one of these like race fans, but I'm saying it as a race fan of today mm-hmm. that wants to try to convey the drama to people that might be tuning in. They don't even commentate the last lap. Adam Alexander is completely useless oh, God. in the booth. Yeah. Is the guy even there? <laughs> the, 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 the guy, is, the driver is going underneath the checkered flag but following his final leg. And taking a checkered flag. It's how about last lap down in the first corner? This is the last time around a Raceman Raceway. Yeah. And coming at a turn four, Kyle Bush from a 30 second. So, like, there's just yeah. nothing. And Mike Joy, I, I love him. Mike Joy is hands down my favorite guy in the NASCAR broadcast booth. But is this dude enjoying the catering like a little too much? I feel like every time they're coming back from commercial, it sounds yeah. like this guy's like, and now, here we are, lap one, 25, yeah. and we got Kyle Busch, endurance, day 18, car coming. It's like, dude, like, put down the cookies, okay? And, yeah. like, watch the race. He has to be enjo- like, enjoying yeah. the spread or something like that. Because it just sounds like he's just got, like, a mouthful of, like, you know, carrots Peanut and hummus. Butter, yeah. <laughs> when he comes back. You know, if you want to, like, hear the real exciting call, you got to, you know, tune into MRN because, like, the first lap, they're, like, intense, like, the entire race, you know? And that's the, that's the exciting call. It is, but the only place that I get the radio, co- like, I just don't want something else open with yeah. using the Wi-Fi on Sundays because it's bad enough trying to use NASCAR's lousy race view app, <laughs> which is awesome if it just worked all the time. Instead, it's just buggy as shit (laughs) sorry but it just is and it's like a super cool thing to just kind of gps locate the cars and have the whole race right there but it's just buggy and then you go to nascar.com nascar drive which is great for everyone that's like i can't get the race it's not on the races used to always be on fox five well no they weren't always on fox five lady okay like some of them (laughs) We're on TNT. Others uh, were on ABC, ESPN. CBS. Others were on TNN. Okay, yeah. uh, I also remember Eli Gold. You know, in his <laughs> days of commentating the race. But just come on, like let's let's wrap it up there. Yeah. I'm going. I'm right. I'm getting a little too into NASCAR fans. Yeah, just enjoy the race. Time. Yeah, we're going uh, over. Yeah. We're going. Our producers <laughs> are giving us the kill sign over here. Yeah. So let's just leave it. You at know what? That. I am excited for it. Uh, Riverhead had. Their first of two practice days last weekend. Second one's coming up this weekend. Uh, I was following along on Facebook. Uh, lots of videos and pictures. You know, the Riverhead season, you know, is starting up. It's real exciting. 
May 5th uh, is the first night. They have every division there. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Do you have handy when the 300 is, the Islip 300? Yeah, I think it's May 19th. Okay, because May 19th. Yeah. Interesting. Very, very Why is that interesting. Very interesting. Oh, also, Riverhead has no, you a new can't... website. Have you seen? And I it's have like, not. It's really nice. May 19th. I and what... they got a new marketing like campaign. It's Riverhead Raceway, New York's NASCAR home track. Sick. I like it. I'm yeah. going to have to go check that out right away. Uh, yeah, let me check the schedule. May 19th, son of a gun. Why is that? No reason. Okay. Doesn't ring a bell to you? No. Okay. <laughs> Let's leave it there. <laughs> From Brooklyn, New York City, you are listening to Debris and Turn 3. My name is Matt. My name is Dan. We'll see you next time.